Rusty Quill presents. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a teaser for the Patreon-exclusive spin-off, The Diary of Eliza Schultz. Go to patreon.com slash woe underscore be gone for the rest of the series. I am a robot. Whoa, be gone. Kind of seeing the future, he asked. Not traditionally, I said. I started a book about someone who could see in the future in the traditional way of thinking about it. It did never get a name. I didn't get far into writing it before I hit a brick wall. It was about a man who could see into the future, however far, and with whatever granularity he wanted. The premise fell apart almost instantly. I'm sure you can hazard a guess as to why, he said. He could just avoid all of his problems, no conflict, I said. Oh, wow, no, I I never thought of that, he said and chuckled. That's a different idea of how the future works, I think. No, he couldn't avoid any of his problems. That was the problem, actually. He could see everything... But if he could see everything, then that means that he would know what was going to happen to him, with no way to prevent it. If he could prevent anything that happened to him, it wouldn't be him seeing into the future. It would be more like him seeing into all possible futures except the one that was in front of him. So, he could see all of the bad things that happened to him and to everyone else. And he was a character in a sci-fi novel written by me no less, so some extremely bad things were going to happen to him. Can you imagine getting into a shootout and knowing that you're going to get shot and endure immense pain and there is nothing that you can do about it? It was all too bleak and depressing by the time I got done outlining it. It bummed me out. It made me feel like I had no control. You wouldn't want to buy it in an airport bookstore, which is a huge problem for me. I never even sent any pages to my editor. I just let it die. I think I might have burned the pages I did write in the fireplace. I still write with pen and pad. It prevents me from being too frivolous. That does sound bleak, I said. Not bad, but I would probably feel bad after reading it. So, what's your story? He asked me. I wasn't sure what to make of this question. I don't think I have a story. What does that mean for me? I asked. What I mean is, surely there is some commonality to the events in your life that you can weave into a narrative. What is that narrative, and what does it say? Well, I thought about your books got attacked by your cat, followed it to your house, and now I'm in your house with you having this conversation, I said. So, it's about identity, right? How identity intersects with perception? 
If you have a character in a novel, the reader can only know what they have been told about the character. If we are reading along and the story never brings up what happens before the story, then history doesn't exist. There is no Eliza Schultz until there is a stormy night and the largest cat in the world to antagonize her. You can make assumptions about her. She is well-read, she is inquisitive, but that's about it. It is a grand assumption that readers make when they imagine a life for Eliza Schultz, before that moment where she started existing. It is a kindness that we extend to fictional characters and strangers. The neologism for it is Sonder, the awareness that other people have as equally a full existence as you do. Except fictional characters don't have that existence. They have the existence that is in the text and nothing else. The need to understand the Sonder of a fictional character comes from a misplaced compassion, confusing words for people. I think it highlights what's good about the human condition, but in the end it is still a lie. That's all very interesting, I said, and I don't mean to be rude, but I know with exactitude what happens in all of your books. You have just exhibited an awareness that I don't find particularly present in your books. I don't think that I missed it. I think I have as perfect a reading of your novels as is possible. I am the perfect reader of Raphael Muslani. So why isn't that in there? Upon hearing this, Raphael Muslani laughed so hard that it scared me. Whoa, be gone.